Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. Uh, with me, as always, in this virtual speakeasy during these times of quarantine is Mookie. Mookie, how you feeling today, bud? Oh man, it's beautiful outside. Tornadoes are coming on top of this pandemic. Life's going to be good over here. It's great. It's great to be here. <laughs> it, that would have been way better if I didn't have you muted uh, during the first part of that. So I apologize, man, but thank you for, for hanging out. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize winning shit, and we're already missing it. <laughs> Also hanging out, Johnny B. Johnny, how are you doing today, man? Doing good. Pew, pew, pew. Who else we got here today? I don't even know what that was, man. Uh, but thank you for the finger guns <laughs> to start this one off. Okay. Oh, you're right. Put them away. Yeah, yeah. Holster those bad boys. Uh, because we got a uh, we got an essential worker on the podcast tonight with us as well. Uh, joining us former host of Scout Team Radio, my favorite morning radio show on 12 on Sports Radio, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Chris America. Chris America, what is up, buddy? Yo, what's going on? Listen up. Uh, it has been since March 10th, the Orlando Magic have won their last game. It's been March 10th. They haven't lost a game since March 10th, and you know what that means if you listen to our show. And if you don't, this is what that means. When the Orlando Magic win their last game before I'm on the mic. And we haven't lost since March 10th, guys. Let's hit it. It's a good streak. Yes! Orlando Magic. Oh, that's the greatest. Orlando Magic. Oh, man. Chris America, I can't tell you how much I've missed that, dude. Like, that was, oh, waking up. So, Chris America did a a morning show on 12 on Sports. Uh, Shout out 12 on Sports as well. Uh, He did Scout Team Radio every morning with Loudbeard, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And there was nothing like getting ready for work in the morning after an Orlando Magic win and Chris America playing that song. Oh, my God. It would get me so pumped for the day. It was the best. The best. Markel Fultz, Aaron. God, I almost said Aaron Hernandez. Wow. <laughs> you know, for some reason, Aaron that's where Gordon. I thought you were going anyways. Aaron there Gordon, you, uh, you know, the Magic, eighth seed in the playoffs. We would have won the title if the season would have continued. Just, just saying. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for uh, for joining us, Chris America. We appreciate it. We're going to do another uh, around uh, Drunken Around the Horn tonight with Chris America taking part. We had a, fu- a ton of fun doing that last week with Matt Barr. Uh, thank you to everybody tuning in. We are live on 
Twitter. We're on YouTube and Facebook this week. First time we've ever done that. So shout out to all of you guys. Uh, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to drop a chat. We'll uh, you know give us your sweet hot takes. We got a great show coming up tonight. We're going to talk some NFL draft uh, and uh, what a cluster that's going to be. Uh, I, we're oh, also going to be fantastic. Yeah. It's gonna go so well. <laughs> we're also going to talk uh, Monday Night Football broadcasting duo. Tons to get to tonight. Uh, it's amazing how when there are no sports, there is still tons of sports news that we can talk about. Uh, but before we get into all of that, let's go ahead and talk about this beer that we are drinking today. This is First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. All you got to do, ladies and gentlemen, use the code, uh, use the link dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You can get 10% off your entire order. That's it. Uh, no code to use, nothing else. Just use dugoutmugs.online slash craft to place that order. You can drink out of a baseball bat just like we do here on the show. They actually just announced a new product, too, a baseball game, uh, like a little wooden board, pegboard game. It's awesome. Check them out, dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Get 10% off your entire order. Uh, John, let's go to you first today, man. What do you have on tap tonight? Well, I got this for a special occasion because I am missing baseball. Oh. Ryan, guys. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Yes. Baseball weather right now, man. Through and through. Grilling out, watching the Reds, listening on the radio. I'm really missing this right now. I agree. That was one of my favorite old man things to do was lay in the hammock and listen to baseball. I don't think I could get more old man than that right there, uh, but it's been robbed from me. Chris America, what's in uh, in your cup today? I'm doing uh, Everclear shots with Schlitz malt liquor chaser. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Man's a hero. <laughs> Man is a hero right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wish I was that hardcore. No. Um. It is blazing hot down here in Florida, so we're already on our summer beers here, and I'm drinking some Kona Big Wave. Ooh, good tonight. choice. That's good stuff. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta drink something nice and smooth, easy to go down, quench that thirst when it's 90 degrees outside already. It's an Ohio Ooh. summer down here. <laughs> in in, is it in April. Surprisingly, it hasn't been as humid as it can be, um, which is kind of good or bad because it does make it hotter. We haven't had rain. We're like six inches behind in rain this year. So it's dry, which is good, but it's still still hot. Yeah. I'll take dry heat, though. (laughs) No, yeah, dry heat over humidity any day, but it's, it's coming. It'll be here in like two weeks. Craft Brew Sports, we are talking about dry heat, hammocks, and listening to baseball on the radio. Sir. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And Schlitz this... malt liquor. That was my dad's drink. That's how I knew my dad was an alcoholic when I saw when him drank pounding away the Schlitz. That's what I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that just sounds good, though. <laughs> I, could, I could go for some Schlitz. Where would Schlitz rank uh, between hams or Schlitz? I mean, you got to go hams, right? Pretty cap, yeah. 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 I drink like nine hams <laughs> and you can only do like a couple of schlitz and then it's it's game over. <laughs> well, we can only do a couple of the beer that Drew and I are drinking tonight. We are drinking the science of selling marshmallows. This is from Destination Unknown Beer Company in Bayshore, New York. It's an 8.5% ABV brew. Here's what uh, Tavor had to say about this one. They said it's liquid Lucky Charms. Notes of berries and citrus whipped perfectly with vanilla and lactose. So, Chris America, you know what that means. Amazing mouthfeel. That's what this one means. Oh, man. And if it's got marshmallows, it sounds like a creamy mouthfeel. Yes, creamy. A white, creamy (laughs) mouthfeel. And that's exactly what it, it, it's it got a very 
creamy mouthfeel to this one. 4.01 caps on untapped. I'm a big fan. First sips on this one. Mookie, what are you thinking? It, it's good. It, it's, it's got a little bit of hint of that saltiness, but it's not the creaminess I'm used to with... Uh, oh, oh, you're talking about the beer. Saltiness <laughs> and creaminess. Beer is yeah. quality. Uh, it, it, it's not quite as sweet as I would have expected, but it's all right. I don't taste the berries or citrus, though. <laughs> I don't taste any. I don't taste any berries or citrus. All I do is taste uh, the the marshmallows on this one. It's like marshmallows and then like a little bit of hops at the end. That's all I'm getting. But it's good. It's real good. Uh, all right, this is I mean, been percent. How many are you gonna get? Right. Exactly, and that's why it's going to be another fun show where I get all red-faced by the end of it, and I'm drunk, and I don't know what I'm doing. It's going to be a great time, so be sure to stick around for that. Share out the show. Make sure all your friends see me making jackass out of myself. This has been First Pour, brought to you, as always, by Dugout Mugs. Again, dugoutmugs.online slash craft, and get 10% off your entire order. All right, boys, uh, let's get right into it today. Um, by the way, Jenny from Ohio saying we need some filters. We need some crazy filters. Uh, that that kind of hurts. Like, Jenny like for from my, Ohio, like, get at it. No, for like get my black and miles? <laughs> <laughs> filters. <laughs> and then uh, Greg from the sports stand saying magic on that fire win streak. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Joel, okay, Joel is saying Schlitz below Genesee. So let's rank these real quick. We got Hams, Schlitz, and Genesee. Go from the most likely to drink to the least likely to drink. Uh, Chris America, we'll start with you. Um, I'll go Hams, Genesee, and then, you know, pour one out for my fallen alcoholic father. Drink that Schlitz down. <laughs> Get that blue bull going. Bottom of the barrel Schlitz. If, uh, if you're not riding the bull, man, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> Mookie, Hams, Genesee, Schlitz, rank them. Like right now, in my yeah. life, or if yeah, I'm right like now, living in a cardboard box under a bridge. Right now, you go to <laughs> you go to a restaurant. That's all they got is Hams, Genesee, and Schlitz. <laughs> that is a great restaurant. <laughs> all right, so the, 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 the setting is the setting is coronavirus has. It's depleted all of the rest of the beer supply. <laughs> it's the end of the world. All of the great beers are all gone, and that's all that's left is Hams, Genesee, and, and Schlitz. Okay, so I'm going to start off with the Schlitz to get a nice high buzz quick. <laughs> then I'm going to go to my Hams to kind of ride that over time. And then when it comes to it, Genesee for that final kill shot to put me out of my misery. <laughs> I like the thinking. Uh, John, rate him. Mm-hmm. I've only had Hams, so I'd have to have Hams number one. Okay, so you haven't even had oh, Schlitz in right. a... Yeah, I, I, got a, I got a rating system for you there, Cowboy. Um, <laughs> Mike Berlon. Yeah. Forget rating them one through three. Let's go with shotgun, beer pong, and then just chilling out of the party in your solo cup. How are you putting them? All right, I'm shotgunning Schlitz. Shotgunning? I'm shotgunning Schlitz to get pong? it over with. Uh, I am going to play beer pong with hams and then uh, chilling out in the in the hammock. With some Genesee. Yeah, that's wrong. All right. That's wrong? No. What? That's wrong. You shotgun the Genesee. You beer pong the Schlitz because you're going to need that, that oh. pick-me-up. I mean, that's basically a PED for drinking games. <laughs> and then you hang out with the hands. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. That's actually a good Thomas. rating system. What you got? Shotgun, beer no, pong, that's and really that's it. Yeah. That's why Chris America is the man. Yeah. <laughs> That's way better than Mary F. Just, Kill. Did you just I, 
I got a uh, I got a bone to pick with you guys from last week's show. Okay. All right. Let's open is, it up. Was let's... everybody on last week's show married? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, because everybody was like, what would you do to get uh, Tom Brady to get your number 12 jersey? I'm like, how is nobody saying one night with Giselle? <laughs> you know, like, I want to go through his phone and get his get a picture. And I'm like, no, I would be boning Giselle. That's what it takes, Tom, is you got to give me one night with Giselle. And I said uh, a picture with Giselle. Picture I'm like, these guys must be married and their wives are listening. I'll say it as a single guy for you guys. Tommy boy, if you want that number 12, you got to give me 12 hours with your girl. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so is these are these 12 consecutive hours or can you like pick half hours, 15? Like, what is the window? I don't know. I mean, now you're, nego- now you're negotiating, man. You should run for president with those kind of negotiation skills. <laughs> right. This, this is between you and Tom and Giselle. Like, <laughs> and, and I can never do whatever I want that time, too, right? I could book 15 minutes for her to wash my car. You know, right, right. I mean, like, yeah, I mean. Stuff. You'll have that first 30 seconds, and then you got 11 hours, 59 minutes, and 30 seconds to kill with the rest of the time. So, <laughs> 12 hours times math, that's basically like 8.5 million lays. So how yeah. do we put that to use in a better way? I mean, she seems flexible. She, I feel like Giselle can... She's, can there's you, a lot more. She's probably an onion. There's a lot of layers to that onion. Is it like the buddy pass where it's non-transferable? <laughs> imagine if you uh, pulled over. So we should probably switch topics. And <laughs> now, now what? Are you trying to get the whole wide receiver core to run the train on Giselle? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if I get pulled over in a situation. Uh, Robert Taylor definitely pointing out here, their wives don't care about the show. And that's a very good point, Robert Taylor. Thank you for bringing that to, to everybody's attention. Yeah. <laughs> All right, since we are talking some NFL, let's, uh, let's talk about this draft because, good Lord, man, it's going to be a train wreck. Like it, We've seen... Now that all of this quarantine has happened, we've seen everything go online. Schools are going online. Meetings for work are online. And it's always a mess. Nobody knows what they're doing. Cameras are are jacked up. Nothing's working right. But the NFL thinks they've got to figure it out, and they're going virtual this year for the draft. Team execs are legit worried that their Zoom meetings are going to get hacked and info about the discussions are going to be leaked. Uh, So, Chris America, let's start with you. If you were able to hack a Zoom meeting, uh, which team's war of Zoom are you going to hack, and what are you going to do with that info? Uh, I think I would have to hack up the, um, the Dolphins and the, the Bengals. I want to get in on these trade talks and just start just start messing with them, just kind of like giving out <laughs> misleading information, all that kind of stuff. I don't know, man. It, it's got to be – you got to be hacking into something juicy. I don't want to be hacking into, like, I don't know, the New England Patriots where they're like, oh, we're just going to trade down our pick. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want the Chiefs where it's like, who cares? We're 32. We don't really care. Right, like, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I don't want the Redskins. Like, we know they're going after homeboy from Ohio State. Um, can't think of his name right now. Haskins? They're going to Haskins? Haskins again, yeah. No, no, the <laughs> linebacker. Oh, Chase Young? Oh. Chase Young, Chase yeah. Chase Young, yeah. Damn, have we forgot football? Dude, we have. Yeah. It's slipping. Um, Ed saying the Bengals are going to hire an IT team off Craigslist. Uh, they worked for Joe Exotic. 
<laughs> now that's something I that's a zoom I would hack in. It would be like Joe Exotic's zoom. <laughs> I would love from prison. I would love Spring that Walmart. dude to can you imagine that guy just announcing the draft pick for the Bengals where he's like, All right, Joe, this, oh boy. <laughs> the, 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 he's that game. have a Bengal tag with him, right? <laughs> right, yeah, he'd have a tiger with him. Uh, <laughs> uh John, who whose uh draft zoom are you hacking and what are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna do a spin zone off Chris America's no New England Patriots. I feel like they're cheating behind the scenes anyway, so might as well catch catch this upcoming <laughs> season's cheating scandal and get ahead of it, you know? Uh, and just expose them for what they are, cheaters. <laughs> so you want to see them cheating. <laughs> you want to cheat to catch them cheating. I like it. Yes. Uh, also, or, I think uh, people might think that uh, Kansas City Chiefs got hacked. But what really happened was Andy Reid was eating barbecue and a little bit of salt got on the keyboard and screen went black. I'm just foreseeing it right now. Mookie. Wait a minute. You think they've got Andy Reid that often? close to a keyboard? I mean, come on. They have to know about his barbecue sauce. He has a barbecue sandwich in his hand just flopping it around like, hey, I don't know, pick this guy. How right, often that's do you think, I said uh... the other side of the room. This is also the same guy who ordered three steaks in one sitting. <laughs> this guy knows his food. How often do you think the Uber Eats guy is at Andy Reid's house during this quarantine thing? <laughs> he's probably got him on speed dial, yeah. He, yeah. You know, he, he's got one of those dumb waiter things where he just like rolls it out to the place, then like pulls the rope and brings it back. <laughs> like there's just a constant stream. Like, yeah, I'm sure weird. he just gives the Uber Eats guy like a hundred bucks and like I'm just gonna put you on reserve for the day. <laughs> So just, when, just no, no, no. whenever I text. When, when this show is popping off, Andy Reid straight up went to his favorite closest to his house barbecue joint and was like, I'm buying you. And you're just gonna <laughs> you're gonna keep doing exactly what you're doing, but you're just gonna serve me barbecue, and so therefore there's no cross contamination. That, so he's he's got it in his pocket. Literally, he's literally got literally. ribs in his pocket. Yes. Literally got, <laughs> got them ribs in his pocket. That's how he's getting his barbecue. You never know when you need one. Mookie, man, I got a pocket rib here. Mookie, who yeah. are you? Who's Zoom are you hacking into and uh, why? Uh, I, I would honestly, I mean, since the hacking is so hard, I would go around the horn, all 32 teams, because I want to know. Which general manager's dumbass is going to play around with the the potato face, whatever, and then get stuck <laughs> as the potato for the entire draft? And so he's like, call, he's calling in his picks to the other thirty one teams, and his he's like talking potato, and they're like, they're like that's that's the, the Vikings at it again. You that know what I mean? that would Mike be on the Seahawks, you would be the potato. Like, it would. Be that's what I want. To be the guy. What's that, John? I feel like. It, I don't know who it would be. I, I'm trying to think it would be like a team that really needs the PR. It would be the Jets. You think Adam Gase is? It would be Adam Gase and the Jets. Yeah, that clown. After he, after he does a line of coke, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think the I would just want to watch any of these because uh, if anybody who's talked to their parents – uh, via FaceTime during this has seen exactly what any old person does when they're faced with a, a front facing camera where you're just going to see from like their eyes up to the ceiling. And it's just going to be them going, I, is this working? I don't know. Is this, I don't, I can't see myself. Am I supposed to see myself? And they're like, I know, just get the pick in. Come on. Time's running up. Yeah. But I don't, is it uh hello? Hello. I don't, 
It's basically going to be that episode of The Office when uh, when Michael Scott, when the, the stream cuts to Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I want to know is, I, actually, we're, we're missing the lead here. The important thing is they're using video conferencing. They're so far advanced that they're using video conferencing, unlike the NCA, who still faxes shit around. <laughs> they're no, but wait That's a second. In and of itself. Hang second, on. Yeah. Hang on, fellas. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Nick Saban is now doing uh, Zoom visits with recruits, and he's also got his own email now. Nick Saban oh, man, finally has an is email. He, is he finally on Snapface? <laughs> <laughs> I want to amend my answer. I want to hack Nick Saban Zooms. I want to hear about that. Yeah. Think about that. Nick, Nick Saban would motivate me to go out and change the world. Nick Saban's Zooms have to be the – that's got to be the epitome of the worst thing that, that we could see with technology, period. Could that, you imagine now, – now that you're talking about hacking Zooms from the NFL, hacking it – now Now I kind of want to hack into New England just to see Nick Saban and Bill Belichick talk about a player together, like just both mumbling <laughs> at each other in this monotone, boring voice. <laughs> And like one of the other men being like, "Can you can you please stop shouting, Nick? I'm just trying to." <laughs> There's no reason to get excited, Bill. I've never heard you this worked up before. Relax, it's just a pick. <laughs> I, I I know I know you got you're finally getting a first round pick, but uh, calm down there, Nick. <laughs> I was, and then they just tell each other a joke, and it's just like, ha. And then they yeah, move on yeah. to something. Did you, did you ever watch? Uh, you guys seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes. Uh, okay. Every time Captain Holt would tell a joke and just yeah. how like plain and mundane it was, <laughs> like that's what the, that's how the Nick Nick and uh, Bill conversation would go. <laughs> and now that I think of it, now they need like Nick and Bill go to White Castle movie. Yeah, <laughs> that would be yeah. good. Actually, how about just Nick and Bill go nowhere but talk for a while? <laughs> As long as they don't do it in a barber shop, we, throw, we wouldn't uh, want Mike LeBron James getting into that group. Oh no, 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 yeah, we we don't want to get sued by LeBron. <laughs> uh, John mentioned John mentioned Mike Leach. Let's talk about Mike Leach for a second because apparently this week was the week for terrible COVID nineteen takes from college coaches named Mike. Uh, so we'll start with Mike Leach first. Mike Leach, the new head coach of Mississippi State, uh, tweeted out a uh, it was a cartoon of an old lady knitting a noose, and the caption on the cartoon was, after two weeks of quarantine with her husband, Gertrude decided to knit him a scarf. Uh, not really the, the best thing to tweet if you're the head coach of a, an institution in fucking Mississippi. Like, there's a yeah, history man, there. Yeah, noose jokes go over like a lead balloon down here in the South. <laughs> right. Oh. Really, uh, yeah. Look at the realization that just hit Drew. Like, he was just like, this is bad enough yeah. as it is. But then you realize, oh, my God, you're in Mississippi, dude. You can't do something like that. I already that part. Yeah, the, the whole... I just imagine him raising up for a high five after he told a friend that joke, and then he's like, "Dude, don't leave me hanging." <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, the first one of the night. Uh, <laughs> Chris America bringing the heat. Uh, well, this that, that tweet. Do we all drink on that? Yeah, I think we all we all need to drink yeah, after, like drink after on that, that one. one. How long were you sitting on that one, Chris America? just came to me man, man that's i'm a, a dad like that's impressive <laughs> well uh leach yeah. deleted the tweet but it didn't matter it still cost him a player uh defensive lineman actually went into the transfer transfer portal 
uh, after the tweet that led the AD to have an, to issue an apology, uh, highlighting uh, the great history. You hate it when the AD gets roped into things like that. Yeah, when the, when the AD has to actually work, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but Mike, did you not think that out? What's that? The AD gets roped into things. God damn it, I missed it. That went over my head. <laughs> I feel like we got to do two now. Yeah, sorry. Because the best part is you can see Chris too. You can see Chris kind of slyly. Like, oh, I got him. You totally got yeah. me. I, oh, I nah. got him. I feel like I need to do a shot of hypno for that one. Like I, I owe a punishment for missing that. Uh, I will do a shot of hypno here in a minute uh, to make up for missing that. I apologize, Chris America. It was a well played joke, and I, I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah, Mike, just don't kill yourself over it. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Uh, Next up was Mike oops. Gundy, uh, the mullet-wearing psychopath from Oklahoma State. During a teleconference this week, Gundy said that he wants players back at practice on May 1st, saying, quote, they're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds, and they are healthy, and they have the ability to fight this virus off. If that is true, then we sequester them and we continue because we need to run money through the state of Oklahoma. Just not even covering it up anymore. He's just like, fuck it. We need money, man. So these kids better get their asses back to practice. So I ask you, gentlemen, which Mike had the worst take this week and why? Uh, John, let's start with you. Oh, lucky me. Um, <laughs> I'd have to say, I'd have to say Mike Leach. Uh, yeah. I, it has to be. It sucks that, I mean, when you're in that position, you cannot tweet that kind of stuff. But that that's kind of like Mike Leach. He's just a goofy, weird dude. To where, I mean, I mean, it's just bad. But looking at Mike Leach, I kind of remembered him during the Holiday Bowl against Michigan State. And they're having a press conference, and Mark D'Antonio was answering questions. And Mike Leach was took off his coffee lid and was blowing on his coffee the whole time. So, I mean, this, this dude is just full of goofy shit. He's a and psychopath is what he, he is. is. I mean, pretty much... A player leaving, and like you said, in Mississippi, I mean, you had to see that coming. Like that's not that's not very good. Mookie, it sounds I, like you, you know, agree. Your program. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta be honest. Like when I so I did actually read these these show notes this time around. What? Uh, I know, right? Yeah. First timer. I, I felt like I, I felt like I had to this week because I had like the sports I've been in is that it's it. Well, I don't want to admit what it is, but it's fine. Um, it did not hit me until literally like two minutes ago. The issue with Mike Leach's comment, because all I all I saw was the note about it. Because I read it, I read an article on ESPN or whatever, an app alert about it, like a week ago or whenever it happened. I was like, oh yeah, I mean, like that makes complete sense. My wife's ready to murder me. Like, totally get it. Forgetting about what context is and why it's important, kids. Okay, so take notes at home. Now that I realize that. It's still a really simple decision, except just like in the opposite way. Because I was going to say that Gundy had the worst take until like it literally snapped in my head about the context of where he was when he said it was like, oh, no, 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 that's terrible. No, that is not okay. (laughs) Honestly, I was going to say that the AD better be ready to like get this is just practice because he's going to have to apologize for Leach all the time. But (laughs) thinking about it more now, this could have cost dude his job. And honestly, I, I wouldn't, you know. It may not be a wrong call to fire him for something like that with all the background and history of it. That shit is terrible. So Mike Leach, 10 times over, has the worst stake here. It's his first year too, right? Yeah, he, he, ha- coaching yet? he has it's not coached a game yet. Yeah. He isn't a shit. 
They haven't even had practice. Chris, talking about practice. Chris America, are you on this Mike Leach bandwagon? Uh, you know, I would agree with the fact that he would be fired if this wasn't during a like coronavirus season where nobody's really paying attention to Mike Leach in America right yeah. now. If if there was no coronavirus and he just tweeted out this joke, oh yeah, like especially right now when there's absolutely nothing going on right. at all, we would have really blown this up. But to be honest with you, I didn't hear anything about it until you just mentioned it. So really, it's been like you know, my, 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 my corona all day every day <laughs> is what America is focused on. And I was kind of thinking about this too today, and we can talk about it later. But uh, just about how like the Astros kind of lucked out that this whole coronavirus thing has totally dominated the news cycle that when we come back, we're going to be more focused on the fact that, hey, baseball's back than the fact that, you know, what it would have been had there been no major pandemic. But back to the original question at hand. Sorry, I kind of ADHD my way down a a tunnel there to the (laughs) Astros. That's what this Um, show is. I dig it. Please continue to do that. That's the point, man. Yeah, let's do this. (laughs) With... I, I will say this. It, it's definitely really, really bad with Mike Leach. Context and who you are and where you're at means a lot. But I can also say that like, if Daniel Tosh or Dave Chappelle said the joke, we'd be like, okay, that's fine. But if Daniel Tosh or Dave Chappelle said the same thing that Mike Gundy is saying, where it's like, oh, who cares? Like These, these kids are young. Like I, could, I don't care about their health or safety and everything else. That to me is like, all right, there's one thing to have a piss poor joke. There's another thing where you just don't give an S about your kids. And you're just basically saying, like, he basically came out and said, we need to worry about the Oklahoma economy and Oklahoma State football is blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, relax. That, like, Oklahoma's, yeah. Oklahoma should be worried more about their casinos than Oklahoma State football when it comes to their economy, <laughs> first of all. That's, that's true. And uh, second of all, like, they're not even supposed to be at practice right now. If, if there was no coronavirus, spring would have ended and it would just be volunteer workouts and stuff. They can't. I believe they can't do mandatory workouts until, like, late July, if I'm not mistaken. So what difference would it make with or without the coronavirus right now for his team other than they just missed spring practice? I think that's I what it like comes players, down to. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, that's, no, you're fine, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say I feel like the players want to be there, too. So maybe he's speaking on behalf of them but then throws in the economy. Right. If so facto. Well, no, see, that's, that's yeah, what like, it is for me, like. His statements are so immediately dumb to begin with. They all, when you yeah. say, oh, they're 18, 19, 20, 21, they can fight it off. Like, no, you're clearly an idiot. That's not what anyone is saying with all this shit. Like, it ain't about fighting it off. It's just about being susceptible. So, like, once I heard that, I was like, yeah, you an idiot. Cool, whatever. You live in Oklahoma. Football's king. We get it. You're never going to beat OU. And neither one of you is ever going to a national title. But we understand why you're saying these things. So I kind of discounted everything after that. Because like we said, we got to get that money moving through Oklahoma. I could also see that. I could see him saying it to like a booster group or something, too, to be like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna roll damn tide through Oklahoma. I mean, we're going to move that money through Oklahoma because what is, what is OK State say, right? Hook them Cowboys or something? Or Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's a school with titles right there, right? Mike, go ahead. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I was just no. I, I think you guys make a, a solid point. Uh, I think both of these takes are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but I think Chris America hit the nail on the head. If this had, if Mike Leach's had come out any other time besides right now, he would have been 
absolutely skewered for it. The thing that I'm just most uh, blown away by is that we finally, for the first time, like we've all known that college football only cares about the money and they don't care about the players and these guys are just indispensable to them and who cares, it's just a body underneath a number. But to actually have a, a Power 5 coach come out and admit that is insane to me. Like he flat out said it. It's on the record that he doesn't give a shit about his players they eh, they should be healthy enough. It doesn't matter. Like he doesn't care about anybody except getting money through the state. Blows me away, and uh, I I hope that players can capitalize on that type of like that and, phrase is going to come back to haunt the NCAA. In, in and I don't a few know years. if I don't know if he was aware of this or not, but like he said this today, right? Or was it yesterday? Uh, it was sometime this week. I'd, days have blended together. I have no right. idea what year it is anymore. <laughs> so I heard about it today, so I don't know when he said it, but he said it right around the same time that a study is coming out. We're finally, you know, figuring out who's getting the corona, who's who's more susceptible to fatality for it, and we're finding that there's a despair, um, higher rate of African-American males that are dying from this. And so for you to come out and say, my team full of African-American males are healthy enough to do this while the news is saying, you know, African-American males of all ages, they're like, they're, for whatever reason, we can't figure it out yet, but they're dying at a higher rate than anybody else. Like, ah, it, it just, it's poor timing. Just like with the, the hanging news thing. It's all about context, timing, where you're at in the world and everything else. Chris America bringing the heat on that one. Uh, I was going to say, that was a, that was I a, this, yeah. It was a well thought out take. This is well he well too prepared read too for the show. To be on this show, and I <laughs> might read, like just you may be able to read at too high of a level. Here. <laughs> when you're on a job where you can listen to talk radio all day, you, you get lots oh, of information. Way too much information. The podcast game is good. Like you could crush an entire season of cereal in like one day. That's got to be amazing. I, I did. So I, I was so all about Adnan, and then I was all about the Cleveland. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. The justice, um, justice situation system. there. Yeah, that's messed up. So have you listened to Tiger King yet? Because that's all I, I, I watched the first two episodes. I need to, to get back on it. Watching TV is a lot harder for me than watching or listening to sports and everything. So I didn't realize there was a Tiger King podcast. Oh, there's a Tiger King podcast? No, I made that shit up. Oh, oh okay. Okay, well, thank you for so that's your podcast, right? All anyone wants to talk about, whether if you're Dibs. consuming media, all I need to hear is, "Have you watched Tiger King yet?" Yeah. No, I haven't. Dibs. Sorry, like I ain't got time for that. I got time well, I mean, for a lot of other uh, shit, but not that. A good majority of America is just sitting at home. That's that's <laughs> all they have to do, man. Shit there is to watch the Tiger King. Have y'all checked out Love Island lately? I mean, that's just on point. What about have Blind you... Love or whatever it's called? I've heard that's okay. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, you could fall in love with someone's soul, but if you ain't want to get it on with them, then what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not talking about procreate. I'm just trying to, you know, get it wet a little bit. Like, <laughs> right. What do we? Do you know, here? you know what we call really good friends or really good people you love but don't have any sexual attraction to. We call them friends. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. All right, let's let's pay some bills here real quick. Uh, let's thank our sponsor, More Labs. If you guys, I thought we paused bills. I thought the Corona put pause on bills. 
Someone told me I don't have to pay my water anymore. Is that not true? Uh, I I don't I, I don't know about that. Joel asking what we think about MLB's plan to play games in Arizona. Joel, we are going to talk about that here in one second. Uh, first off, we want to thank More Labs. Uh, More Labs, great friends of the show. We really appreciate them. If you guys are drinking as much as I am during your quarantine, you are going to want to hit up morelabs.com. Uh, use the code SPORTS and you're going to get 20% off your order. They actually just announced uh, a new product, a life hack pack. It comes with... Uh, two morning recoveries, two of their Dream Well, which is like a, a, a product that helps you sleep better, and then two of their Liquid Focus, uh, which is it gives you energy, helps you focus without the crash. You can get all of that 20% off uh, using the code SPORTS at morelabs.com right now. They are miracle drugs. I can't tell you how much uh, oh this, this stuff has gotten me through because I just pound bourbon at night to try to help myself fall asleep. And uh, I can wake up in the morning and still function and deal with my kids. And it's a great time. So if you need to do the same, head on over to morelabs.com. Use the code sports and get 20% off your entire order. And if, and if, you, if you don't want to wait for the delivery, you can go to our other sponsors. And you can get this more labs at Woolworths, Circuit City, and Blockbuster. <laughs> God damn it. That's not cool, dude. I got excited. Like, I honestly thought there was somewhere I could go to get these things quicker than waiting for them in the mail, which, by the way, isn't terrible because they usually get here in about seven days. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I tried ordering uh, toilet paper on Amazon, dude. It was like May 15th was like the expected delivery date. We're still waiting Rogers on a, got it. We're still waiting on a Rogers microphone from Drew. Right now, that's all I'm saying. Whatever. It's fine. Amazon I still want to know, like, what was behind that? Who was like, Wait, shit, there's an upper respiratory violence? Dude, we need to get toilet paper. Like, stat. <laughs> I, I Start loading it. up the cart. Although, think about it this way. Think about how many shits you take at work that now you got to deal yeah. with at home. So there may That's be true. a bit of a reality to it. But Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's why I wipe. Wipes are better. Just jump in the shower, though. Just, you know, give it the old... That's a, that's a good idea. Wash. Chris America. Yeah. No, no, no. So I'm stopping shit down my drain. I was going to so. say, what we've learned is that Chris America waffle stomps. That's what we've learned here. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is right there. Uh, all right. So Joel brings up. Arizona. <laughs> Joel brings up MLB's plan to play games in Arizona. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this was. Uh, uh, talked about by uh, Jeff Passan this week. Um, he was saying that basically they're floating the idea. Nothing has been decided, but they're floating the idea of starting up in May in Arizona at the spring training facilities. There's going to be some unique rules that go along with it. So number one, they're talking about seven inning double headers. Thank you very much. You're welcome, MLB, for the idea uh, right here on Craft Brood Sports. Uh, they're talking Shout about Joe. To, uh, I will fucking kill you, Drew. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, hit it. Hit the Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's not Danny DeVito. <laughs> I know, but I can't remember the guy's name, so I'm just going to call the Danny DeVito. It's Joe Pesci. It's Samuel L. Jackson and Joe Pesci. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, they're saying seven inning games. Uh, they're saying uh, going with an automatic strike zone so that the umpire doesn't have to stand close to the catcher to call balls and strikes. They're saying no mound visits. Uh, they're saying that players will not sit in the dugout. Instead, they'll sit in the empty stands, the recommended six feet apart. So that way there's social distancing going on uh, while they're in the dugout for half the game. Uh, and then uh, there's there was a couple other rules that I, I think uh, were thrown out too that are kind of bizarre and a little strange to uh, to think about. What do you guys think about MLB starting back up in May under these type of conditions? Are we that starved for sports right now that we would be willing to accept watching baseball in empty stadiums with kind of strange rules like that uh, just to get our fix? Mookie, 
What do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> let me tell you what, man. I've been crushing that Nicaraguan soccer on YouTube lately. <laughs> and sports books still take that action. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, the whole sitting in the stands thing is so goddamn stupid, but whatever. Like, I appreciate we're trying to be creative here. I appreciate we're still trying to be safe. But, like, you can sit in this stand six feet apart or whatever, but are you guys all going to be in the same locker room? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I, shit. I don't care. I watch gonna... sports. I don't want to die. I don't want to necessarily risk their life. But if they honestly think that this is something that can happen, yes, please, God. I'm tired <laughs> of betting on marbles. John, <laughs> John, are you ready to accept this weird baseball if it comes up in May? I mean, if it, yeah, if, if that's what it takes uh, to see some baseball being played or any sports for that matter. Uh, but yeah, so like, do eight teams share a home field and you just alternate who's the home team? Um, and I also heard that you're going to be in the same like dormitory kind of thing with everybody. Yeah, there's. Where at that point, like what Mookie said, what's the difference between being in a locker room or being a roommate with somebody or. You know, I mean, you're going to see these people all the time anyway. And then also I've heard that, you know, some people are going to be staying away from their families for, you know, two, four weeks. Right. So is that is that a case, too? But if players are into it, I mean, that's the main thing. If players want to do it, they'll make it work. And I'm down to just watch some damn sports, man. I'm getting tired <laughs> of not seeing, seeing anything. I'm over esports, man. I don't give a shit, okay? Like... God, if I get one more goddamn app alert for a fucking Fortnite tournament, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Don't worry. You got NBA horse to look forward to. Chris America, are you excited about baseball in an empty stadium? I don't know about the empty stadium part, but listen, as just a casual baseball fan, it took a damn global pandemic to finally give casual (laughs) baseball fans what we've been asking for for like my whole entire life. A shorter season, a shorter game, <laughs> no mound visits, an automatic strike zone with no no umpire guessing if it's a strike or a ball. This is what we casual fans have been mm-hmm. bitching and moaning to you purists about for ages. And now it took a global pandemic to get it for us, and I hope it stays. Just like you know how they're talking about how oh, people are going to get used to working from home, and so working from home is going to become the new normal. I hope seven inning. No mound visit, baseball, shortened season is the new norm. I would be I would yeah. be on board with it. I would be on board with that. I'm totally fine with a shortened season, uh, seven-inning doubleheaders, uh, because those were all ideas that I said last year would be a way to fix baseball. So I'm, I'm cool with all of that. The no mound visits is a little – that's going to take some getting used to. Uh, but, you know, I can deal. I can Who deal cares? with it. Who cares? You can signal everything. No, you can't. The Astros just are always bang watching. On a trash can. Well, you just <laughs> yell, yell out because there's no one there. <laughs> right. Also, no, no. Also, the reason the whole dugout stuff doesn't matter is think about this, right? <laughs> At some point during the season, two, three, seven games in, some dude's gonna rock a massive dinger slinger, and some pitcher's gonna get butt hurt about it. So give us some dude chin music, and next thing you know, we're all doing sissy slaps together, but everyone's huddled around in ten feet. So. Like, let's just stop pretending like these baseball players are going to be able to stay away from grabbing each other's nuts and let them play the game as normally played, right? Like, there's going to be some dust up between teams because 
someone disrespected someone else because they can't throw a good slider, you know, down in the way. This also uh, this this brings up a, a point too that if we're going to go through this effort of keeping these guys separate and you're not allowed to sit next to them in the dugout, this is the same sport where a pitcher will lick his hand, touch the ball, and then that ball gets hit, and then the fielder picks it up with his bare hand and throws it to another guy who then picks it with his bare hand and throws it to somebody else. Like baseball is disgusting. There's no reason. Like I get okay, go ahead and sequester him, but there's no need to put him in the stands away from each other in the dugouts. That sounds bizarre. Do you, do you think the ball spins fast enough to like spin the Corona off? <laughs> is that what it is? Is that yeah, like... the exit velocity? If it reaches, I think like 80, I think the coronavirus does disperse from the ball. I think you're right. You're honest. John, John, I want nothing more than for you to rip down that UC flag right now, grab out a marker and start whiteboarding out for us. The equations, how you came up with 80 miles an hour. <laughs> I don't want to goodwill hunt your ass. So <laughs> I know you've got it in you, man. I know you got this. Chris America, we had a question from uh, from one of our listeners here. Uh, they said NHL Stanley Cup playoffs were supposed to start today. Uh, Chris, in what embarrassing way was the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning going to get eliminated this year? Do, do you care to respond? We're we're moving on to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny knows her sport. I've seen her dropping all kinds of stuff. I respect that she understands too that Tampa Bay is always going to embarrass themselves after putting up a hundred point a season. <laughs> uh, out of respect for a guest, I will. I will move on. Uh, since we are they talking to go back to baseball, though, like, um, can we sneak into the Arizona like field and when the Astro players go up to bat, we can play this song right here. Some good old Doug funny. I don't. I, I don't know. Say yes from Doug. We don't. Trash we can. don't have the rights to the Beats music, man. We're gonna be in trouble. The Beats are gonna come after us. Man, bring me your <laughs> cease and desist order. I dare you, Nickelodeon. Killer tofu. The dreams come true. Getting sued by Nickelodeon. I've been. I've been on a Nickelodeon studio tour in Orlando. They don't scare me. <laughs> you get some slime. Oh hell yeah, man! It tastes like pudding. Does it really? Yeah, I actually, actually saw a filming answer. of Clarissa Explains It All when I was walking through. It was kind of cool. She was hot, right? Oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> cool. Just, you got to love her oh, okay, parents cool. that just allow some dude to just, like, climb up through her window every night, and they don't ask <laughs> questions. Like, how is that not, like, we? even as a kid, I was like, this is cool? Like, this, you can just do this? Like, you just do this? You just go into some That's chick's bedroom? Works, like, right? no questions asked? And you read her diary together, like, all right, yeah. cool. That's how love is. Nice. I guess if you have a pet alligator perched underneath that window, you feel a lot safer. Like, it's okay. Go ahead. Climb in. I dare you. See what happens. I got a freaking yeah. alligator sitting here. Clarissa's parents were effed, man. Also, uh, her brother in real life, Ferguson, really went to Notre Dame. Just throwing that out there. He's a Notre Dame guy. Uh, since, <laughs> since we're talking uh, some baseball, kind of, let's get into our conspiracy theory for this week because this was one that uh, I definitely want to break down with you fellas. So let's talk Craft Root Sports conspiracy theory. This week's theory is Kurt Schilling's bloody sock question mark. So here's the theory. In 2004, the Boston Red Sox were all but eliminated by the New York Yankees in the ALCS. No team had come back from being down 3-0, but the Red Sox won two in a row, and in Game 6, Kurt Schilling took the mound. 
After just having ankle surgery to repair a torn tendon, Schilling was lights out, going seven innings of four-hit, one-run ball to help the Sox win at Yankee Stadium and force Game 7. Throughout the game, Fox kept uh, going back to Schilling's ankle, showing blood oozing onto his sock. Uh, uh, Some think this may have been all theatrics. If he pitched well, a bloody sock would make Schilling look like a hero. If he didn't, a bloody sock and ankle surgery is all the excuse he needed to pardon it. So, gentlemen, let's look at the facts on this conspiracy theory. In Game 1 of the ALDS against the Angels, a game that the Sox won 9-3, Schilling wasn't exactly lights out. He threw 107 pitches in six and two-thirds innings, giving up nine hits and three runs, including two home runs. So he does have some need to, like, hey, look, I was hurt. Uh, I had the surgery. I'm still hurt. I don't know if, uh, you know, I'm blaming it on all this. Schilling's ankle was still bothering him in Game 2 of the World Series, a game that Schilling said he wasn't sure he could even play in, and the Bloody Sock made a return despite the fact that he went six innings of four-hit, one-run ball again. Schilling has a history of really liking conspiracy theories. I don't know if you followed him on Twitter at all, but he has shared QAnon theories on his Facebook page and Twitter since retiring. And the smoking gun, according to Joe Buck's book about the 2001 World Series, Schilling always wanted to be a hero. Uh, He went seven innings in Game 4 of that World Series, a game that the Diamondbacks would lose after a blown save. Fox showed video of Schilling pleading with his manager, Bob Brenly, to go back out for the eighth, but Brenly wouldn't budge. According to Buck, Schilling told his catcher after the seventh that he was out of gas and that whatever happens, this is my last inning. Don't let him put me back in there. But the 2001 World Series was the first where managers were wearing microphones, and Schilling, having noticed Brenly's mic, figured it was his chance to look like a hero and staged his plead to stay in the game. Gentlemen, Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. Real or fake? Chris America, let's go to you first. Um, can I say it's one of the most overrated sports stories of all time? <laughs> like, oh my god, his ankle's bleeding. What a <laughs> what a hero, man. I've seen my boy Ric Flair with his entire Woo! blonde hair dyed red from his blood. And wrestle like the champ that he is. The best there is, <laughs> the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you're telling me you got a little cut on your ankle and, and your sock is <laughs> a little... Like, it wasn't even like like it was like gushing out like a Quentin Tarantino movie, man. It was just like there was some red stuff on his sock. Blood, <laughs> not blood. I don't care. It's the most overrated story. Boston sucks. <laughs> Uh, John, do you believe the tale of Kurt Schilling's bloody sock? Well, I got a question, too, is uh, I don't recall the surgery that well. Uh, was he supposed to play, like, or did the doctors recommend he didn't play? Uh, up in the air. Baseball. Up I mean, in the air. Come on. It was a, it so was a... able to play, though. So I kind of feel like it's been it's blown out proportion anyway of him playing all that surgery. Agreed. He's able to play two two games after that surgery. And what was it, a few days after? Yeah, it was like a yeah. It was between game, what was that game? Uh, two of the ALCS, game one of the ALCS, and then game four of the. Uh, I'm sorry, game one of the ALDS and game four of the ALCS. Okay. Game six, excuse me. I'm all messed up here, man. Sorry. I don't know. For it's not coffee time, Mike. It's drinking time. Only <laughs> <laughs> two hours. Uh, I would. I don't know. I, I feel like he didn't bleed that much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that could have been a blister. That could have been. I, I don't believe it. No. You're saying it's faked. Mookie, is the blood I'm faked it's or not? A little bit. I, I think it's blown out of proportion. 
Uh, Something tells me there's like female soccer players that are like, dude, I have that happen to me once a month playing <laughs> playing sports, and this guy wants to act like he's a hero. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he does something very few people can do, uh, throw a ball. <laughs> From a stationary point to another stationary point. And he, and he does it a couple times, and then he sits down on his fat ass for like five days. And then he does it again a couple times. Like, no, there's no conspiracy theory here. He pulled a Ric Flair... He went in the clubhouse, razor bladed his ankle up a yep. little bit, and was like, "Oh, look, I'm bleeding." Oh, so your theory is it was real blood, but he did it to himself. It wasn't like uh, a, no, it wasn't inflicted fair, by the injury. It's probably more an Andy Reid situation, where it's like barbecue sauce <laughs> or like ketchup, because he was eating some fries before he had to go for the first inning, <laughs> and he got on his uniform was like, "Shit, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm on to something here. here." Yeah. Yeah, there was some red in his sock. It's Kurt Schilling. Who cares? I mean, yeah. The guys at big all baseball players are babies. Fight me. You know what uh, it would it be if it was like the the spilled ketchup? He had no idea it was on his sock the whole entire game. And then he's like asked about it afterwards because everybody made a big deal about it. He's like, wait, wait, what? And he looks down and he's like, uh, uh, this, yeah, yeah, totally blood. This, um, yeah. this is embarrassing. Not, uh, not ketchup at all. I don't eat... I don't put ketchup on my macaroni and cheese if that's what you're. I asking. don't do any nightshades. TB12. Right. <laughs> right. His character doesn't help him either. So I mean, he's his resume is pretty bad as it is. That's what gets me is like afterwards that he became this big conspiracy theory guy. It's like, well, wait a second. That that's a red flag for me, man. Uh, maybe you did plant this as just a way to give yourself an excuse just in case you hey, did throw bad. Hey, now. Cut him some slack. The guy's got a lot of free time. You know, he's got to do something with the other 50 years of his life left after sports or whatever. He's got all the money in the world. He's got to do something with it. I mean, not everyone's as handy as my boy Jay Cutler, you know, raising chickens, <laughs> making eggs, raising kids and all that. Get it. Get it. Somehow time, getting right? the hot, so sensible chick theory. from the OC. <laughs> uh, bonus. Where did she get him? Bonus. Oh, man, if she did, she took. She made a poor choice. <laughs> oh no, no! Like if she was in Indiana this, Jones, this sounds like a like, man who chose poorly. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like a man who hasn't watched very Cavalier. Chris, do yourself some, do yourself some favors. <laughs> I, Come over to the church, Butler. We'll talk. Bonus points for whoever can tell me replaced Kurt Schilling in that game in the bloody sock game. John, don't Google it. Anybody know who replaced him? Mike, you already know. Yes, I do already know. All right. Hideo Nomo. No. Chris America, Damn. do you have a guess? Uh, I'm trying to think of the manager's name, Don something. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm going to get Man. it. Do you know, John? Uh, I'm going to guess like it wasn't a true reliever. It was not I'm a true reliever. Was Pedro on this team? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if Pedro was on the team. Uh, but no, it was, was it not Lou Pedro. Is who I was thinking of. Lupinella. <laughs> it was none other than Craft Brood Sports favorite, Bronson Arroyo. No way. Bronson Arroyo and his uh, dreadlocks came in in the eighth inning. And uh, that's when it was the infamous uh, slap out of his hands when A-Rod slapped the ball out of his hands. Uh, and and caused the kerfuffle in the eighth. Yeah, Bronson yeah. Arroyo uh, replaced Kurt Schilling in the slap. bloody sock game. 
different era. Bronson. How much you want to Brett, though? Bronson right now is just chilling out on a boat somewhere with his guitar, just just basking and riding this shit. He's out like loving it. Bronson is like, this is yeah. life, man. This is life. Although he does yeah, like to probably, throw parties and just have random people come over. I know. <laughs> He's like, I uh, I convinced MLB teams to pay me for ten or uh, ten years. He's like, how did I do this? I'm, I'm living the life right now. I'm a musician first, baseball player second, anyway. So, I almost called him to try to get him to uh, to pop on and give his take on Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. I may still do that. I may reach out to him and be like, he hey, seems man. like a really cool dude. Wait, 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 why didn't you? Literally, what stopped you? What better things do you have to do with your time right now? Uh, I could tell you off air what uh, what stopped me about that. I'll tell you about it after the show. <laughs> and if you want to find out why Mike didn't call him, subscribe to Crash Subscribe yes. Premium <laughs> at a low, low price of $5 a month. Well, let's let's take another sponsor. Uh, the ridiculous conspiracy theories that we talk about here are brought to you by MyBookie. Craft Brood Sports is brought to you by MyBookie. Use the promo code 12 Sports to get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12 Ounce. As Mookie pointed out, you can still bet on Nicaraguan soccer and on uh, soccer in Belarus, right? That's the other oh, one. There's still, there's still oh, action I- out there. And I think Turkmenistan is starting off their league again, too. Well, there you go. Uh, put that knowledge to practice on my bookie. Make sure to use the promo code 12OUNTSPORTS. That's 1-2-O-Z-SPORTS to get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every page of the station's site. Oh, gentlemen, this Dude, is ridiculous. Sure, if he changed his phone number, you could have just said that. Like, no, he did not. It. He did not. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I did not text. Uh, it's... It, there's some there's some reasons. Uh, Why you gotta get real about it? Just lean into the joke, man. Why you gotta get real? <laughs> We've established early on in the show. I'm missing all jokes. All right, nothing is working for me tonight. I'm I'm out of it. Uh, it's this delicious 8.5 percent alcohol we're drinking tonight. This amazing IPA. Guys, can you believe it's been 26 years ago this week since uh, Jim Everett attacked Jim Rome on his show? Do you guys remember when that happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you if you don't know, Rome had been regularly calling uh, Jim Everett Chris Everett on his show. Who that's a female tennis player, right? That was, he was like so, making fun of him. That was the background of the story. Yeah, pretty much. He's, yeah, he was he was. Yeah. He was making fun of Jim Everett for the longest time. Then he finally got Jim Everett on the show, uh, and he decided to call him uh, Chris Everett to his face. And Jim Everett said, don't do it again. And when Rome did, Everett knocked him out of his chair. (laughs) Flip the table. He was was coming for blood, too. (laughs) He was coming with a haymaker. My favorite well, was... Right, you got to back it up, though, too, on national TV like that. Right, when he's like, if you're going to do that one more time, you're probably going to have to take a commercial break. You're you're going to have to do something that warrants a commercial he gave, break. He gave him plenty of heads up. <laughs> so, plenty gentlemen... Gave the courtesy, yeah. <laughs> I want to know, you get to play matchmaker. You are the one that is organizing fights for Dana White's private island. Uh, no holds bar, anything goes, non-sanctioned, ridiculous fights. Uh, one athlete versus one analyst... What match are you going to give us? Uh, Chris America, let's go to you first. Oh, man, you went athlete versus analyst. I was going Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. (laughs) Just because, I mean, this is what they're doing, right? It's a Mortal Kombat island. Basically, Um, yes. Let's see. God, I would love to see, like... uh, Let me get back. Come come back to me on that one. All right, Mookie. kind of put me on the spot. Pass. Pass. (laughs) Mookie. Right. I will... 
athlete. Okay, so I want to see, and I, I, I said to this to you earlier, but and, and I almost feel bad about it, admitting it again, because it almost feels like the jocks picking on the nerds, but like at an adult broadcast level, I want to see someone get after Greedy. <laughs> just because I feel like he would run like a friggin' child and trip over something and hurt himself even worse. And the athlete would be like, I was just playing. <laughs> so and, you don't even care who and, you just want somebody to get Mike Greenberg. But but I th- but I think I know who I want. And he's not truly an athlete, but he was a college. I believe he was a college football player before he got into acting. I would love to see Terry Crews just step up, <laughs> bow up, Hulk his shirt off, and then see Greeny run across the studio and like dive off of dive off of Pier Fifty One or whatever the court his trash morning show now. <laughs> that's what i want out of my life it would be awesome for terry cruz to then do the peck dance that he does after <laughs> like suplexing oh, sorry, kids, I was just joking around. <laughs> yeah it turns out to be an old spice commercial <laughs> yes that's perfect because then i don't feel bad about it because greenie is like kind of in on it like they wouldn't it would be like punk they don't Boots tell him up front okay. yeah but they like keep him from hurting himself too much john <laughs> what athlete do you want to see beat up an analyst uh, I want to go with Baker Mayfield and Colin Cowherd. Ooh, that'd be a good Ooh, fight. That's solid. Did you see Baker Mayfield ice his wife for her birthday? What? No. Yeah. That, dude, that dude's always in the news, man. He, oh, yeah. he needs to like, cool the jets. And you can't let a pandemic slow down your brand. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a video of him icing his, his wife then? So the only reason I didn't share this for show notes is because it was actually underwhelming. But... He took a picture. He he shared a photo of himself icing his wife previously, and sent it out for her birthday. So okay. like he he had iced her in the past, but like he shared it for her 29th birthday. Yeah, when she was it, 14 or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's Oklahoma. It's legal, right? <laughs> as long as there's money going through the state, that's all that matters. As long as there's money going through in state, you know, what I mean, they got tigers walking around front yards and shit. Like, what's it matter? You know, free. Yeah, Chris America, do you have a, a take on this one? Yeah, yet? actually, actually, I do. I want to see um, number one. Both of these fellows have to be drunk, like piss ass drunk, and it's going to be a ladder match. They have to drunkenly <laughs> climb the ladder and get to the to the belt at the top or or whatever it is, the microphone. And I want to see Troy Aikman versus Skip Bayless. Oh man, drunk off their ass. That'd be a good one. Uh, oh man. Because you know, Troy. Question: What are they drunk on? Schlitz. I mean, you know, hey, Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> they got a shotgun of Schlitz. Play beer pong with. <laughs> Boys, we just got our next pay per view. <laughs> yeah, and I guarantee you, can do. We can do this while social distancing, except for Aikman and, and Skip. But like, who cares, right? That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna think it'd be like a fatal, fatal four way. You can have those two, and then throw in Stephen A. and Kevin Durant. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do. I I would like to see. I'll tell a story. That's unfair because Kevin's got like six inches on him, on all of them at least. Like, are we talking about height wise, or what? What are we talking about? Yeah, because I feel like Kevin would go like one, two steps up the ladder and just like grab the thing. That's true. So we'll make it like a like a hell in a cell match. What about Jacob's ladder from King's Island? <laughs> oh, fuck that game. I hate that. Thing. That would be funny to see drunk people do that shit. Hornswoggle oh, is a special guest referee. 
Mike, I, say, I believe John just described Fridays in Cincinnati. In right. right. <laughs> I want a tag team match. I want Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless up against Ezekiel Elliott and his mom. And then, <laughs> like, I, f- I feel like there's Cowboy enough. Just behind him. Yeah, there's enough bad blood there on both sides that I think Zeke and his mom could take Skip and Stephen A. at that point. I was going to say, that's not a fair fight, dude. <laughs> Skip and Stephen need help. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it feels like one of those matches where one of the one of either Skip or Stephen A turn on the other or walk <laughs> away from the ring. You know, like you've seen those tag team matches where they yeah. either turn on the other one or one's getting their ass beat and the other one's just like, forget it, I'm out of here. So, all right, so new twist to it because I was like, how do we even up this Zeke and his mom thing? Chicken fights, like in the pool, right? Where like someone would be in the pool and have someone else on their shoulders, right? So I'm yeah. thinking Zeke on the bottom, his mom at the top. Stephen A or probably Stephen A because Skip is like fragile on the bottom. Skip on the top. I feel like that'd be a fair fight. What? The reach? Apparently, Skip lifts weights. Yeah, Skip's Skip's old man. Those two pounders at the yoga studio. (laughs) But I'm going to spin it a little bit. Zeke's going to be on top. <laughs> mom's like Zeke, I got you. <laughs> she probably would too, though. She's like, I got this for my baby. I carried you all my life. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> mom strength, it's unmatched, right? She worked hard to get him into OSU, and then he took over. Yeah, uh, respect that. Let's talk a little bit more uh, analysts here as we uh, get get towards the end of the show here. We got a couple things we want to get through. So uh, first, ESPN struggling to figure out what to do with Monday Night Football uh, after the horrible Jason Witten and Booger uh, Mobile experiment. Uh, ESPN tried to move Booger into the booth with Tessator, resulting in Booger saying some of the most obvious shit we've ever seen in a broadcast. Now ESPN is trying to get someone else for Monday Night Football, but they struck out with Romo. Uh, they attempted to get Peyton Manning. He passed on it. And now the new rumor is they want Herb Street and Fowler potentially as the team to call Monday night football games. Mookie, uh, you are a college football uh, aficionado. Do you want to see Fowler and Herb Street in the Monday night football booth? No. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't hear you. John, (laughs) John, do you want Herb Street and Fowler? To be honest, I mean, I think they do a good job with college football. Uh, but, it, I mean, if they're if they're looking for good people to take over, I think that'd be it. It'd be a tough transition, I feel. Uh, they know the college game too well. They've been there for, what, uh, Herb Street's been there since 95, 96. been forever. Oh yeah. God. So, I mean, he, he's just the face of college football, like, as an analyst. So, um, what I suggest is you bring John Gruden back in. <laughs> And even if his game's going on, he can come in. <laughs> he ain't doing shit on the sideline anyways. He ain't calling I mean, plays. Hang out with Hooters girls. I, I don't know what, what you want me to do. I mean, <laughs> three wings to the booth. I feel like you could just send Frank Caliendo to the Raiders game and they wouldn't know any different. No, They'd be like, that's I fine. Had, that was my get rid of Frank he needs to go. No, send him Joe. to the Raiders. Let him coach the Raiders while Gruden goes and does Monday Night Football, and then it's fine. It's all good. Check this out, guys. He's going to do the Y2 banana right here. Y2 split <laughs> banana. That's what the Raiders are going to run right here. <laughs> so I had uh, Joe, the new sensation, Joey Molinaro. 
who does all the impressions, him and Frank Caliendo together. <laughs> as uh, Frank Caliendo is John Madden and Joey Molinaro as Colin Cowherd. <laughs> Just both okay. talking as other people, but doing the game. I think that would be solid. I dig that. Yeah, we're no longer friends. Sorry. <laughs> Chris America, do you want Herb Street and Fowler in the booth? I mean, it, it's better than what we have now. My question is, is whose hiring process has been more embarrassing? When Tennessee was looking for a coach a couple <laughs> years back or Monday Night Football trying to get this right? Because how far has ESPN fallen that they can't get the biggest names in sports analysts color commentator world dude it's crazy to me like this was it's monday night football this was always the job that an analyst wanted if you were a, a color commentator or a, like you wanted there was it was like world series uh maybe augusta I, I feel like the masters was always one of those and then monday night football and you can't get anybody to do monday night football what the shit is going Let's on see. Mike, I think that's what it is, right? Like, with the way that we have – there's so much football out there. There's so many opportunities. Like, Monday Night Football doesn't hold that same spot like it used to, right? Like, I honestly – I don't really give a shit who's calling Monday Night. I'm watching. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not watching for people who are calling the game. I'm watching for the game. And so if you're Herb Street and Fowler, you're better served being on game day because of that full experience, everything that goes around with that brand. If you're Tony Romo – you want to stay on Fox when you can shine when Troy Aikman eventually has a seizure and then Joe Buck realizes we ain't we're done with you. Just just go and get out of here. You know what I mean? So like you don't need the spotlight of Monday Night Football to promote your brand anymore. So there's other places to be able to, to shine and excel that way, and you don't need that venue. I think that's really what it is. Is I don't watch Monday Night Football for the announcers at all. I watch for the football and to see how badly I'm gonna lose my fantasy game that week. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> That's a fair. That's a fair take there, uh, Mookie. Uh, all right, this was all I know is that um, as a '90s kid, I thought nobody could ever be worse than Dennis Miller, and then Booger McFarlane was like, "Hold, <laughs> oh God, yeah. hold my swamp water, <laughs> hold, hold my jambalaya, hold my jambalaya." I got you. <laughs> At least Miller had an excuse, right? He was a comedian. He's like, "I don't actually know right. Shit I don't know sports." Football. Yeah, but 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 third down, they better get back down here. Booger. It's uh, third down, babe. That's that was Dennis Miller. I just remember him <laughs> dropping babes every once in a while. <laughs> what about Pat McAfee? See, that's a dude oh, that yeah, I, I think could do it on there. He actually it's a national broadcast. You can't put Mac- McAfee on that game because you can't hit the dump button fast enough. <laughs> I mean, they already have him on Thursday night football it, on, on college ball. Let's Thursday block. night, no one watches that. <laughs> like you shit me. I watch that Maction. You're not watching oh, Maction on Thursday night. See, everyone needs that Maction. <laughs> like with McAfee, you need like a whole segment dump button. That's my point, right? <laughs> Dude, be jumping into rivers and stuff, hanging out with coeds in the stands. Like he would you can't be, be putting that on national TV. He would be entertaining as hell in that spot. Uh, For the I, three games he lasted, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's all guaranteed money, though, right? See, I think yep. I think McAfee would make a great baseball color commentator. Because he tells such great stories, and that's what you need from your radio baseball guy. Is like you gotta fill in that empty space <laughs> between pitches and and 
you know, mound visits and stuff like that, and McAfee would be perfect for that. I would take him in Cincinnati in a heartbeat because our our color guy is the cowboy, and he's just a, a big old hillbilly who talks about ice cream and ribs way too much. And UDF ice cream, I'm going to go after the game, get me some some creamy whip. It's like, God damn, cowboy, this is ridiculous. Could you imagine Pat McAfee calling a baseball game with Harry Carey? <laughs> it would be awesome. It, it yeah, would just be nuts. Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell sucks. He's a Trojan. <laughs> you, me- you remember that whole fiasco of him going minor league game to minor league game yes. playing, playing an inning? He played for the Reds during that, that yeah. thing. Minor League Baseball, First, by the way, paying their players $400 a week during the pandemic. So great. They're basically keeping those dudes from dying yeah. by being able to feed them. Who would have thought that they'd actually uh, cough up some money for their minor league farm system during this? We'll see. Considering they were the just history. trying to cut teams. I was going to say, and this is a raise for those guys, too. Right. right. <laughs> Normally, like, well, we paid your bus ride. From Sioux City to Iowa City, so that's clearly like five hundred dollars. <laughs> I would actually give them cash. All right, real quick before we get out of here for uh, for the week, uh, this was a story we missed last week. Apparently, there was a gamer who turned his crappy projector into life uh, in yes. uh, the life of Toronto after he successfully projected classic retro games that he was playing, like Mario Kart, onto the building across from him. The screen appears to project four stories tall. And he says the building is perfect because there's no windows on that side, so he's not disturbing anybody by doing it. People were out, like, hanging out of their windows during the quarantine watching this. So, fellas, if you could make this work, what is the one game that you are going to project onto the building across from you uh, while you're, you're, all of your building is watching? Uh, Chris America, we'll go to you first. I mean, right now I feel like everybody wants to see sports games, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been doing some MLB the show. You won't like this, but I've been uh, been riding with the Milwaukee Brewers here. You bastard! Why? You bastard! I don't. I just I just pick random teams that like I don't know much about every once in a while. Like I especially with college football, I, I've been like half of the different teams. Like I'm I'm Idaho right now in, in college football. <laughs> I like just. Wait. Taking programs that don't do much and historically and just making them into winners. <laughs> so you're you're rocking that old school and say like what is it? Oh seven, oh five. Fourteen, 14, 14 so, was well, the last I mean, year. Fourteen was the last rendition of it, and I'm still rocking with that one. So, nice. so Idaho respect, Vandals. Respect. <laughs> yeah, Idaho Vandals. Yep. All right. Okay. Good. Good. Because of NCAA football, I've I've owned every single version of it. I could probably name if you give me a college. I could probably give you their mascot. Oh my Show gosh! Up, Wait, right. John. Your segment. Nope. Pivot. All right, we got to go heads up here. <laughs> I know. Go now I need up. to. Now I need to start like part. looking for this. Uh. <laughs> now, one example, Mike and I find colleges just straight up. Are these? Are we going D one? They got to be FBS. Like, I don't need you to be throwing out like Old Dominion. Like, I don't need none the of that. Monarchs? Like, you don't know the Monarchs? <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you though. We cannot have. We cannot have Prairie View Falcons. Right. Uh, I don't need no Savannah like, states yeah. out here. All right, I'm not yes. giving you guys anybody from uh, from the American since uh, that's that's cheating on what? on both of your uh, uh, takes hey, here. Preparing your screen. <laughs> oh shit! I, I, I just want to cheat. I want to cheat. Uh, oh no, it's just it's a link to the list of all the uh, the FBS oh, okay. schools. Uh, 
So Mike and I can rapid fire back and forth. All right, Drew, All right, go for it. Go thing? for it, Drew. You start. I will. I will start pulling this up. All right. Uh, all right, we'll start a little bit easy. So who do we start with, John or well? So John, John's the incumbent. So maybe start with the yeah. Start with Chris, Chris America. America. Start with Chris America. Uh, all right, Chris America, you ready? Drink if you don't get it. Yes, and and you lose a little bit of honor. Yes. Uh, Georgia, Georgia State. Those are the uh, Georgia State. Are they the Cougars? Ah, uh, Panthers. Panthers. Right? Damn it! I knew they were a cat of some sort. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's all right, John. That's a, that's a newer FBS squad too, by the way. That's <laughs> uh, true, actually, from your perspective, where you're looking like five, six years back. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I knew they were cats of some sort. Yeah. John, sure. Arkansas State. Arkansas State. Aggies. Oh, no, they are the Red no. Wolves. The, the, the Red oh. Wolves, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, for, so, this is already yeah, disappointing here. for... Hey, you know no, what? We got there's a lot of names on this list. Uh, All right, uh, I Mike, I'll go here. Ready? Okay. Right, Chris America, Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Ooh, yes. yes Actually, credit for adding the state, by the way. Yes, sir. Uh, John, Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, he was so confident. <laughs> You're all about that Sun Belt over there, Mike. That's right, baby. Someone's got to get Sun. I'm Mike, should we, here. should we family feud this and leave open for a challenge if the initial answer gets yes. wrong? Yes, yes, let's go ahead and do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, ooh, all right. Chris America, apologies in advance, but Louisiana Monroe. That's oh, where I was going. Okay, so they're the Red Hawks? Ooh. The Warhawks. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. Well, you can't, you can't, yeah, the War, they are the Warhawks. <laughs> and their colors are red. Tell you what, Chris, you, you've done, done a lot better than me. I'm stuck on Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns. I know. Those uh, are fun ones. Right? The UL Monroe Warhawks are the ones that beat Nick Saban in 2007. Nice. Okay. Bless their souls. <laughs> yeah, backing up with stats, too. John, North Texas. The Mean Green? Yes, they are the Mean yeah. Green. <laughs> Sherm, did you know that Notre Dame's enrollment's like 12,300? I just saw that. That's kind of, that. I feel like that's wrong. I feel like that's, they're, they're probably cheating, let's be honest. Um, well, are they crap. counting, are they counting people or souls? Because if there's a lot of redheads there, then maybe there's only 12,000 souls, but there's like 60,000 people. All right, well, this game is over, and this show is All done. Right, so, Chris America, your next one, ready? Liberty. Ah, the Liberty... Flames? Yeah, buddy, there you go. Wow. It was on I, the tip of the tongue. I, I, I was sitting there, I was like, are they the holy flames or are they just the flames? <laughs> but uh, all right, John, if you get this right, we will call this a draw. If you get this one wrong, Chris America is the new champion of college mascots. Oh damn. No U- pressure. UTEP. Pressure. University of Texas El Paso. That's correct. The miners. They are the miners. Yeah, the miners. Yes. All right. <laughs> you guys both earn a rap air horn. I will drink. Nice. That was actually, that one. Let's get a communal drink here, boys. That was nice. I feel like that, that played off well. Yeah, yeah. You, you, UTEP was actually R. Kelly's favorite team until he realized it wasn't that kind of miner. <laughs> <laughs> Play us out, Mike. Play us out. I was, was going to say. I want to, Mark. Play us out. <laughs> 
<laughs> with that, I still have to like thank the sponsors and shit. Um, <laughs> So with that, uh, we will thank our sponsor, Tavor. If you need to stock up your beer fridge, be sure to hit up Tavor. Download the app. Use the code 258023 on your payments and credit screen. You're going to get $10 off your second order. Stock up your beer fridge today with Tavor. Hey, let me jump in right quick there because I've – Sorry, we are sellouts. I I finally signed up for Tavor. I know I probably should have a long time ago, but damn, let me tell you. That shit is fun. Dude, it's, it's so like addicting. Tinder, but I can't get in trouble. It's <laughs> it's so addicting. Like they they are such good writers and they will sell oh, you yeah. on a beer in a second. And I can't tell you how much money I've spent on Tavor. It's well worth it. Two five eight zero two three and get ten dollars off your second order uh with that code. This week, uh Mookie and I were drinking the silence uh the science of selling marshmallows. Uh Mookie, yay or nay on this beer. I'm not done selling our sponsor, so I'm going to throw this out because it's important to note. The range they have on Tavor is ridiculous, though. So, like, you, you need to know that and understand that. They're doing crates right now to support local breweries, so you can hop on there. It's a little bit pricier, but they're going to support a lot of local breweries to make sure they stay afloat. They curate them by style. They do bombers. They I, even, I feel like it's I've seen wine bottles show up and maybe just, like, really big beer. I don't know. Sours. It's awesome, dude. It's real good. My checkbook, my checkbook's glad I hadn't seen this sooner. My liver is glad I haven't seen this sooner. But it's all downhill <laughs> from here, man. Sign up for Tavor. Um, Marshall has been good. I still haven't tasted the fruit or the citrus. I can definitely taste the sweetness. It's yeah. solid. It drinks well. Not as thick and creamy as I would have wanted, but the flavor is solid. Totally holds up, man. And at 8.5, I mean, that can make up for a lot of differences in palate. So, really yeah. good, really good mouthfeel. I'm on board with this one as well. <laughs> Chris America, how did your Kona hold up for you? Well, I first want to say that my R. Kelly joke is brought to you by Cipro. For those of you with a UTI that need to pee freely, take Cipro. <laughs> you got to save these, man, till the end so we can sign off with it. <laughs> uh, my Kona was good, man. It, uh, <laughs> I'll probably be peeing freely uh, later on tonight. <laughs> It's one of the things oh, I hate shit. about drinking, man, is like you wake up like oh, four or five God, times right? having to take a leak. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> John, how was uh how was your hustle from Ryan Geist? Hustle's good. I went I mean, I hustled right through it. So I mean I drank it real quick and then I actually followed it up with an urban artifact. Oh nice. Oh nice. Good yeah. call. Good call uh, on some you all. Well, so, I mean, they're both delicious. Uh, I do like the Urban Artifact uh, sours. So. Yeah, they make some. They make some good brews over there at UA. Uh, support your local breweries wherever you guys are at. I read an article today that said thirty percent of the local breweries may not make it through all of this with the shutdowns and everything. So if you can pick it up curbside, get it delivered, whatever. Uh, find out a way to get that beer and support those folks because after this is all over, uh, we're going to need even more. Uh, craft breweries and good beer so be sure to hit them up chris america thank you for uh for hopping on today man yeah no problem man thanks for having me on it's great to see I your look- face i missed hearing your voice hey dude. did you see i grew a beard i did see that I saw- <laughs> <laughs> is that a lot of work did you put in time now like so my show scout team radio was between me and my co-host Loudbeard and I've never oh, had a beard. Oh, yeah, yeah, Until this past January, I've never had a beard once in my life. And I went on a trip, and I forgot my razor. 
and it was like a week-long trip, and I was like, hey, let me just see how this beard thing goes. It's like the natural filter for men. <laughs> how, hey, how's that affected your game? You doing better, doing worse, doing differently? Uh, I mean, spread, lots of ladies love rounds. the beard, apparently. Apparently the ladies yeah. love the beard, so... So it just so, up your overall quotient. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's up my game. Um, nice. So, <laughs> it's like uh, makes the makes the eyes pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, is there any chance we're going to hear you back on a, a podcast anytime soon? I think so. I, I think I need to get get with Loudbeard because this is I've missed it, man. I've missed being on the mic. Hopefully, I get to come back on here. Hell yeah, Again, man. You're definitely no. going to come back on we here. We ain't doing shit, clearly. Like, <laughs> America needs this type of entertainment right now more than ever. Absolutely. Like, we we need things to kind of distract us from all of the, the numbers and the deaths. And, you know, I mean, like I said, there's only so much coronavirus you can take. So, Trust me, Chris, we've seen our numbers change. And, yeah, we're well aware people need this. <laughs> yeah. Because so. we still suck, but people seem to like it more. <laughs> I like Don't it. Figure. Chris right. America, where can people follow, uh, find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at the Chris America. I'm just as pretentious as an Ohio State fan on Twitter. <laughs> but you have never sold your pants for booster money. I mean, not for booster money, but I've I've done some things in pants for for much less. <laughs> I'll be honest, there's a reason I had the boost in front of money, because as I was saying that, I realized I need to give you an out. <laughs> we've all been there, man. We've yeah. All been there. College is dark. Our, it's a dark uh, time. Well, Chris America, thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us, and thank all of you for tuning in uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter. This was uh, – it worked, I think. I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, guess. I think it's working. I think it happened, right? <laughs> Well, the best part is, it's like our comments are coming in just as slow as they usually are. Right. So. <laughs> right. Uh, Mookie and John. I'm usually one of the commenters. So. Right. Yeah. We we cut out a third of our commenters by having you on the show. So that really screwed us up this week. Uh, but be sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and, in, and Instagram at Craft B Sports. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of them. Uh, and also be sure to check out 12 Ounce Sports. Uh, you can like them on all of those same platforms as well. Tons of content going on at 12 Ounce, so be sure to support those guys. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Thank you for sharing out the show. Mookie, John, always a pleasure. Chris America, thank you, my friend. Uh, to all yeah. of you guys, be safe, be healthy. Cheers, everybody. Hey, Peace what do you out. call a uh, Middle Eastern flying oh, an airplane? I, I don't know. No comment. Answer. A pilot, you racist. <laughs> Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.